think we should start since you have <laughs> no i know i was just gonna make a tasty freeze joke <laughs> i don't know I, I hadn't formulated the joke all the way but the the punchline is tasty freeze uh something about eating i ah, never mind we're right together welcome to namely 90s the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones google and y2k Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Instagram and Blue Sky at Namely90s. You can also find us on YouTube every Monday at YouTube.com slash at Namely90s. And if you'd like to support the show, head over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s to get signed up for one of our support levels. Oh, wow. There was no energy in that. (laughs) Yeah. Why does recording earlier in the day make us more tired? Normally I'm better uh, and also, but I just napped. So like I'm still coming out of that. Yeah. I I think it was around like an hour ago or maybe two hours ago. And I was like, yeah, what well, I could use right now a nap. And then I was about to nap and then like, Oh no, I should probably get ready for this recording. And then there was a live stream and I watched that. I feel like we both kind of had long weekends and then it bled into like a long first half of the week for me, like lots of early mornings, lots of travel. So, yeah. Whereas I've been busy every night this week and also, yeah, travel weekend and um, been weird sleep schedule. But yeah, you know, that's on me. Uh, Yeah. Um, How is... (laughs) things <laughs> well i think you had a more eventful weekend than i did what, what did you you did yeah, some disc golfing i had some disc golfing i was up in monterey for the 26th annual otter open um the first week or the first day is two-day event three rounds um you know i used to i really like doing this one but it's it always kicks my ass every year and i always forget <laughs> like last year i was like you know, maybe uh, two rounds of twenty, go- two rounds of twenty in a day. Not for me anymore. Uh, I don't. I don't have the stamina. Never did. And the second second round is on the harder course. Um, and boy, did I shoot a thirty-seven over. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm no um, expert, but that's not good. <laughs> that was pretty bad. I was. I was in like the middle lowers going into that round and I dead last um, by I think I was down 11 points to the person in front of me, which I never caught made up, but I did beat them by like three strokes on the next day. <clears throat> next day did great. Shorter course. There's wind. The other thing was there's no wind. I'm always like my my local course is always windy so i never know what my discs are going to do when i just throw it without wind (laughs) Um, like playing uh disc golf inside one of those um giant blimp hangers you know like there's no it's just completely still exactly which 
you know, if anyone knows of a blimp hanger within an hour of me that I could use to just throw some discs around, let me know. Yeah, the ones I know of were further than that, and also yes. one of them just burned down. Yes, so. but that means there's no blimp inside Oops. of it right now, so... True, true. Um, Maybe vacant. Um, yeah, but yeah, Monterey was great, except the, the Saturday was raining okay uh the entire time and then uh yeah um sunday was it was great weather um you know a little windy the wind picked up around i don't know we had like three holes left and yeah um, i flew into sacramento on monday and there were some weather warnings including thunderstorms and uh, uh tornadoes and i'm like oh good what great weather to be flying in yeah <laughs> Yeah, that evening, uh, 10 p.m., we had like a wind advisory for 24 hours um, coming off of another wind advisory. Oh, the did I mention there was like a, just a giant branch teetering over my car? Yes, uh, over uh, on the power line, right? Yes, yes. It's finally been removed wow. uh, as of yesterday. I'm you only had to lose power for uh, three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I mean, maybe the, the, the streetlight that it goes to... Um, was down but who knows i it, it's it's great to be able to park. you know what i found out parking in your driveway is much better than parking on the street when you live up you back yeah down like a, a bit of a drive yeah yeah you've got that gated drive you know and the with the gatehouse and the, yes um, and the, there's the the guy that you have to tip every time you, you drive the by the gardens um yeah. no it, it snowed a little bit in spokane like very lightly uh, um uh-huh. And it wasn't particularly slick because it was that really cold, like 25 degrees out snow that doesn't really cling to anything. It was just drifting around. And like it had been snowing for an hour. And at one point we we're driving down a road with the speed limit of about 35 and it was blocked off entirely by emergency vehicles. And someone had just like rammed their car into a power pole to the point where they were actually having to remove the power pole and like replace it. Oof. Like Oof. how there, there's a curb. How, how did you even? what what <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah uh, how did you screw that up that badly uh, uh, mm, methamphetamine yeah. that's how um oh, yeah, it is spokane sense. after all and everyone calls their city the meth capital of the world but oh, it might be the, the meth capital of the world great place to raise a family exactly there's another story about that i can tell you off off mics <laughs> as <laughs> sure. with uh someone's finding their small child in a walmart parking lot because of some other person's irresponsible parent yikes yeah what yeah uh, wow. yeah we will i don't okay. want to give out yeah. much in yeah no that's fine wow uh, <laughs> uh yeah speaking of taking children away from people um <laughs> i don't know uh it's been a wild week man like uh alabama's banned uh or no not banned they've said that their supreme court has said that embryos used in ivf are alive can't they just stop making extras i don't think that's that's how it works because it's it's a it's a petri dish process right like you gotta you can't just take one and one just no i mean it's a numbers game i think some of them don't survive and it's a, a or yeah. implant or whatever and it's a whole thing so which is why there's always like twins or triplets in that case because they just like they have a whole batch and they're like part of the issue is that they legislate these things but they don't think about the overarching implications of or the science. legislation yeah. um, not even for science but like 
I used to listen to the Dave Ramsey show a lot and mm-hmm. it's very right wing sort of Christian people. And I listen to it more for the financial advice, not for the shared my brothers, my sister part. Yeah. Not for exactly not for the, the shared sort of rhetoric, but um, a lot of calls coming in about people wanting to like pay for IVF and all that. And it's like, it's all the God's will people, but like it's a not God's will if you can't have a baby. Mm. <laughs> but if you're having one that you don't want, then it's uh, hey, we gotta, it, it's fine. It's God's will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but these people are going to be harmed most for it. And I think like, that, yes, they're not the legislators, but they're the hypocrites. So it's like, right. eh, well, I'm sure they'll figure out a way to get a loophole past it. Like it's only uh, uh, for the to the extent that it prevents people from not having kids they don't want that it's a problem <laughs> you know what i mean it's I mean, it's very complex you know it goes back to uh, stupid tax you know that the people that most likely will be that will easily procreate are not the people that will need ivf to to have children uh or that could afford to have ivf to to have children true um and therefore <clears throat> it's just it's the, it's the plot of idiocracy the, the, yeah the rate of which people of, the uh alabama legislature may want to yeah. consider learning how to read before uh passing laws it's uh what was the what was the lewis black thing bill clinton went, used to go around uh when he was running for president saying uh i raised alabama from being 48th in state education to 47th uh that was I think Arkansas, but Arkansas, that's right. That's another A state down there. But let's see. Uh, let's see. Alabama ranks from U.S. News and World Report 44 overall in U.S. states. Hmm. You really couldn't do a lot worse. <laughs> right. And that's the lower. Oh, it's past the lower 10th. Just on the other side of it. That is rough. Uh, Washington's 10th. So that's that's encouraging. Yep. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. What a what a wild week. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reading competency, <laughs> um, I thought we would do something different this week. Uh, I I have a story that I wanted to read you. I, I heard um, about on Reddit. It's a classic Reddit <laughs> story um, from five years ago. Um, and it's 90s related, 90s adjacent. Um, okay. And, you know, you're an opinionated man. You, uh, you definitely like to, um, have thoughts on people. Uh, so I thought I would read this and this is from, uh, do you, do you do Reddit? Do you Reddit at all? Do you know Reddit? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've been using it a little bit more lately cause I always want like the, the down and dirty on certain things. I'm like, where do I look for this? And I'm like, oh yeah, Reddit. That's right. And so I've been doing a little bit, uh, more, but I lurk. I'm a lurker. Fair. And uh, so there's this subreddit called Am I the Asshole? Also, no, I don't want to download the app for the last time. Reddit, Red, I yes, do not please, want to download the just app. Just let me use it. On, yeah. <laughs> so let me use it on my stupid safari. <laughs> yeah. Am I on an app? No. Shut yeah. your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the subreddit Am I the Asshole um, is a place you've, you've probably heard of these. I you, have. I've heard you, the I've heard the term. Okay. So, yeah, people go here. They'll they'll write their situation and then at the end ask am i the asshole for doing this and usually they are yes yeah usually i would say for asking the question yes you are uh, uh, 
so, but yeah, um, this one is called, am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend her nineties nostalgia was cringy and to move past it. All right. Do tell, uh, Short one here. Uh, my girlfriend is obsessed with the 90s. We were both born in the beginning of that decade. This wasn't a problem until we moved in together at the beginning of this year. Excuse me. She has one of those built-in VCR player TVs and a fuck ton of videotapes. She has console games, too, with the newest being the N64. She loves the hell out of that damn N64 and constantly wants me to play with her. I can't stand it. The graphics are so bad. She doesn't like newer games because the graphics are, quote, scary. Whatever that means. (laughs) Those damn videotapes take up so much space. It's ridiculous. And she only has about 10 tapes she she watches constantly. Uh, That's constantly in caps. I thought I would be nice and get her these on DVD. Never even opened them. Uh, Things came to a head today when my girlfriend... When my girlfriend likes a song, she will listen to that one song on replay for days. This is the situation. I came home from work to hear You Were Meant For Me by Jewel for the fucking millionth time this week, and I snapped. (laughs) (laughs) I got enough of that song in the 90s. We should have left it there. Praise be to Jewel. Yeah. Uh, I think, there's, I think there's only so many times someone can hear that fucking song before it becomes psychological torture. All of the frustration I felt for these things was unleashed upon her. She didn't even have anything to say. She just sat there looking sad. I did feel a bit bad, but I think these things needed to be said. Wow. Uh, am I the asshole? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> like, just off the bat, like, this guy has got some rage issues. Mm-hmm. Um, like, y- you know, you're also involved in picking the person you're with. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Um, I mean, I think she's taking it a little bit far with like the, um, like there's, there's nineties nostalgia, but there's also recognizing that there are a lot of creature comforts that have been invented since the nineties that allow you to enjoy the nineties nostalgia in a much higher quality way. Mm -hmm. Um, I completely disagree about the Nintendo 64 stuff. Like I, yes, obviously the graphics aren't good, but. 64 they bit. are what they are um, yeah i i do think and, like trying to make someone play you something play video games with you like, although trying to make someone play something they don't want to play with any true. great regularity is kind of annoying like i just if you don't want to you don't want to um i don't know that the new graphics are scary but it, this just seems like i don't know i think she's a little too into it for someone who was born in the 90s true we have a couple years on the on this person and I would say if you're born 90, 91, like you probably shouldn't have much recollection in a big way. Yeah. yeah Cause we would literally have like a year to a year and a half to a year on these people. No, it does make a difference though. True. Yeah. Because you're spending the entire nineties in a, in a state where you can remember and consume some pop culture Obviously, we consumed only a small subset of that pop culture. But when mm-hmm. you're Light when you're enough. three in 1994, you just don't have a lot of opportunity to, to be a part of that or be immersed in it with any great you know, regularity, I guess. The N64 may have been their first console. Yeah. So, I mean, but this person is just again, you can't write these things without kind of not being them. Mm-hmm. If you need validation from other people that you're not, then you probably are. That's the issue. 
Um, we have, there's some comments here. Uh, <clears throat> this one from Neuroctopus. Uh, you're the asshole. I hate Seinfeld specifically because the damn show is on repeat in my house. I want to drown Kramer in a bucket, but seeing my boyfriend laugh and smile is 100% <clears throat> worth grinding my teeth to nubs every time I hear Elaine's stupid freaking voice. He has no idea. I hate it. I'd never, ever take away a single thing that brought him joy. I like that. Yeah. Um, next person. I done static. My wife is so over friends. It's ridiculous, but I watch it almost constantly. Uh, I have special episodes that I watch on certain occasions in a very specific order as well. Not only mm. does she grit her teeth and watch it with me, she's put it on for me when I'm sick or sad while I burrito and eat snacks. That's too much though. Like watching a specific episode or a series of episodes at a certain time of the year. Um, yeah, uh, is this person gainfully employed? It makes me wonder. Uh, I mean, sad burrito snacks. Good question. Uh, here's some people don't hate on the N64. Works. Um, usually it's the guy with the cherished N64. This girlfriend is amazing. If you don't want her, I'll take her. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also the fact that he's like, this person is so nostalgic and it's cringeworthy. So I bought her DVDs and you're like, dude, what yeah. DVDs? And, and this is still five <laughs> years ago. So they were not the dominant. Uh, no. Um, yeah. I bought her a laser disc for her. No, it's like, no, yeah. that's not modern either. What, what we don't know is this guy is like a 2000s uh, nostalgist. So he's like, I have my PS2 that we watch DVDs on. Although she wouldn't watch them. We are now coming full circle with streaming. You know, it's uh-huh. like it's like how um, the AirPods, you know, have the never lose strap thing where it's like it, it becomes or not AirPods or just whatever headphones, earbuds. You can buy like a strap that keeps you from losing them. Have uh, you seen that? No. <laughs> oh, it's like a little cord that connects to both earbuds and that goes around uh, your neck so yeah, that yeah. you can't lose them. So it's like we've yes. made them wireless mm-hmm. and then we've introduced an accessory that gives them a wire. And the same thing is happening with like streaming now, which is only I'm bringing that up just because of the, the guy with the DVDs. Like now there's ads, even though you pay for it. Mm-hmm. And soon there's going to be like one streaming service. It's like we combined all of them. And then you're like, that's cable. <laughs> like, that's it, it is coming back around. Yeah. But now you're also paying for your internet connection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's really true. We're a bunch of chumps. Yeah. Uh, so the verdict was asshole. Uh, Andrew, yeah. obviously, and uh, I agree. Like sniff that one right out. This dude's an asshole. Uh, but th- I thought that was fun for um, for uh, a '90s related story. Um, she could so, do so much better. Yeah, and if you're out there listening to us, um, drop you enjoy this comment. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you actually, yeah. might not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we will. We will play Nintendo 64 with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I do think there's something to be said for playing on the 64. I'm bad at it on the switch. It's just like not right. Well, you need one of these, which is I do need that and 64 pro controller. Yeah. I mean, I don't play many games anymore, but it, it is it is nice to be able to go through the old library. Yeah. And it's really tough playing it on the switch with N64 controls. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and now let's go to Brandon for the namely 90s minute. 
Welcome back to Namely 90s Minute. Every week we look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of the final season of The Bad Batch premiering, we're looking back at Star Wars Episode 6 Return of the Jedi Special Edition. Star Wars Episode 6 Return of the Jedi Special Edition is the 20th anniversary of the original Star Wars re-release of 1983's Return of the Jedi with a digitally remastered image and sound as well as additional scenes and changes to present the film in the way creator George Lucas intended it to be, until he changed it again during the 2004 DVD release. And again for the 2011 Blu-ray release. And then again in 2019 when Disney did the 4K restoration after purchasing Lucasfilm in 2015 and then 20th Century Fox in 2019 just so they could put the Fox fanfare back at the start of the films. And something something X-Men Fantastic Four. Hey, did you hear they're rumored to have casted finally? The story once again revolves around the voice of the Joker, Indiana Jones, Jake's former fiance he left at the altar in Blues Brothers, the voice of Mufasa, Harvey Dent from Batman 1989, Miss Piggy's voice and performer as well as Senator Palpatine from the prequels and the title character from Willow. Taking in a galactic civil war. Do you really, really not know the plot of Jedi? Did I not make this joke twice now when we did A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back? Last we left off, Lando had stolen Han's clothes, ship, and dogman friend to go rescue Han from the giant slugman. The guy who wants to bang his sister sends Tin Man and Pedal Bin to scout out giant slugman's lair before showing up himself and falls into a pit where he has to kill a, like a dinosaur or something. His hot sister is in a gold bikini after she tried to rescue her lover too. They all get taken out to a gaping sand pit to be sacrificed when Sister Banger just saves the day with his green lightsaber and his sister chokes a giant slugman to death. Sister Banger goes back to the swamp planet to see the puppet who dies and then and talks to glowing one Kenobi who says that chick he's been trying to bang is his sister. In shock, Sister Banger returns to his rebel friends as they're gearing up to take out the resurrected Death Star with the Emperor on it. Many Bothans died to make this look like it wasn't a trap. But it was. Sister Banger is obsessed with turning his father, tall robot man, back to the light side and tells his sister, who he's made out with multiple times at this point, that they're twins. He goes off to fight the Emperor while they utilize a bunch of teddy bears to blow up a shield generator so the Fishman General can attack and blow up the Death Star dose. Sister Banger gets his father back on his deathbed, but he also kills the Emperor. Or does he? They all dance with the teddy bears and Luke waves at his Jedi dads. The changes in this episode are minimal, especially in the special edition, the most notable being the Sarlacc got a beak. They replaced the song in Jabba's palace with Jedi rocks, as well as Yub Nub at the end with Victory Celebration, which plays over shots of planets across the galaxy celebrating Palpatine's demise. The DVD release is when they added Vader going, no, and Hayden Christensen as Anakin's Force Ghost. And that's Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi Special Edition, in a namely 90s minute. More or less. And now, back to the show. Alright, uh, welcome back. I have more reading for me to do. Uh, oh, yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, so it's... You know, in this new Season 3 format, which I guess is our older format, just with less things... Um, I, I haven't really, we did one letterbox game so far it's, but I've, I've been like trying to keep it fresh. Um, even though I don't think we've had any new actual games in a while, Yeah. Uh, but I was just like, what do we do this week? I don't know what to do this week. Um, I was originally going to have you do, uh, what, what movie was this ER person in, hmm. which felt like something we've done before. Uh, but, okay. uh, eventually I stumbled across someone that was in one of the nineties the disaster movies. And then I was like, okay, cool. Um, what's, 
I'm I'm gonna do this game called Letterboxd Disasters, a disaster film guessing game. Okay. Uh, I have three reviews for the top 15 disaster movies from the 90s: a one star, a three star, and a five star. Um, we're gonna start with a one star review. If you can guess the movie, you get three points. If not, we read the next review. Uh, which is the three star review and uh, it'll give away a little bit more about the movie, but you only get two points uh, and then one point for the five star review um, out of the 15 movies. There is alive Apollo 13 Armageddon avalanche Dante's peak daylight deep blue sea deep impact fearless firestorm independence day outbreak Titanic twister and Volcano. Uh, sorry, it's Volcano. Volcano. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll cut this off uh, depending on time. But yeah. uh, um, I'm saying wind condition, you need uh, a 66% or higher. Okay. Uh, or maybe it was a 70% or higher. I don't remember what math I did. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's begin. Are you let's ready? Let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Um, we have uh, this is actually a half a star from J. Oliver Leija. Uh, Leija. This movie fucking blows. <laughs> and in parenthesis, no pun intended. This movie fucking blows. No pun intended. Mm, twister. That's three points. Uh, well done. I was thinking volcano movies, yep. of which there are a couple, because mm-hmm. volcanoes blow up, but uh, not as obvious of a pun as blowing twisters. I mean, Coming to a theater near you. That might have been where my <clears> head <throat> was at while giving you such an easy, easy three points. <laughs> that's where uh, your head was at. That's <laughs> that's nice. <clears throat> All right. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear the other two reviews or should we just move on? Um, in the interest of time, unless they're really good. Uh, no. Usually the bad reviews Actually, are the fun ones. Uh, five star review. Helen Hunt, more like Helen. No. C-word. Why is, why is yep. that a five star review? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, next, next movie. Um, one star from Drew Toothpaste. They never get to where they wanted to go. Fix the ending and the rating will improve. They never get where they wanted to go. Fix the ending and the rating will will improve. Oh, boy. Um, this is kind of a funny answer because I don't know. Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final answer. Uh, you, I mean, it, it's, it can't be right. Um, could be. That's one of the 14 remaining movies. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with it just for fun. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, your next one was going to be watched this for the first time as God intended on two VHS tapes, um, which I think eliminates all of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so far you're, you're at a hundred percent. You have six out of six points. Um, 
Watch me fail. Watch me watch me nay nay. Yeah. <laughs> In uh, unison. Say it together now. Uh anyway, go ahead. One star review from Faye Litgens. Um hi. Why it took so long for something they could accomplish in 20 minutes too much filler that's oh, yeah. high why it took so long for something they could accomplish in 20 minutes too much filler that's fair that's fair i just as, as a general um critique of disaster movies also <clears throat> pu- punctuation was was on me uh mm, till Boy, that's a tough one. Um, mm, yep. I mean, that's why there's more reviews. Is it best to guess if I don't know or wait for review number two? I mean, if you guess and you don't know and you get it wrong, you still get the next one. So, uh, and let's, then that would and eliminate let's take something the second from the list. Review. Let's take okay. the second review. Okay. I was saying it doesn't hurt you, but I guess oh, we it doesn't. Play, we oh, you don't deduct points. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say daylight. Uh, it is not daylight. Second That's the review. Sylvester Stallone flick, right? Where the tunnel. Yeah. I've in? never okay. heard of it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, this is from Lucy three and a half stars in space. No one can hear you pee in space. No one can hear you pee. Thank you, Lucy. Um, <clears throat> Apollo 13. Final answer. Yes. That is correct. That I was leaning Apollo toward 13. that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, the third one was Tom Hanks was per- the perfect choice for his role. See, it gets easier as you go. I think on. the problem is those movies where they dramatize things and they make them take way too long. And I think that's what happens there. Like one thing I was, we actually, this is kind of random. Mike, uh, Kayla and I watched Ford versus Ferrari last night. Mm-hmm. Pretty good movie. I was really impressed with how restrained they were and how long it took them to do a montage. <laughs> Because it was like, this is a montage movie, but uh, they restrained themselves. Huh. Um, we also watched this monstrosity called Adventures of Dinotopia with J.G. Wentworth Miller. Um, it was like this miniseries from 2002. 877 um, cash now. But it was really confusing because there would be these time jumps and you were like, wait, did 12 weeks just pass between scenes? But then we found out they cut out like half of it for streaming, which just goes uh, to tell you about the quality. Horrible, crazy. horrible. Huh horrible thing to watch don't ever do it all right i will take your word on that one uh next movie one star blade from blade two and i apologize everyone explicit tag misa rola misa roland emmerich emmerlich misa loved the movies misa love to suck the military with my mob and Hans Gooba Gooba poop 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 Poop, pee up, poop, poop. <laughs> uh, well, I know he did Independence Day, but I feel like he did more than one movie on this list. Possible. I want to say it was Volcano, mm. which I believe had uh, Tommy Lee Jones in it. Yes. Um, he won an award for that. 
but Tommy Lee Jones. Deep Impact. I feel like Deep Impact. Mm. Where's it Armageddon? Oh boy. <clears throat> That's also a disaster movie. That's on this list. Uh, very flashy I'm, I'm, too. I'm gonna say Armageddon as a guess. Ooh, it is not Armageddon. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll move I'll on take... to the next review. <clears throat> this is actually a four star review. This is from Skittish Prey. Uh, this movie is dangerous. I tear up during the president's speech. Bad news. Ah, dang it. It is Independence Day. It is Independence Day. I was trying to be too clever. Does yep. uh, Roland Emmerich do any of the other uh, ones on this list? Nope. Ah, dang it. Uh, well, at least I don't think so. Um, possibly Deep Impact. Uh, all right, next up. Okay. We got... One and a half star. This film got two stars, one for each of the stupid grandma's burned legs. I remember the acid lake scene being awesome, but it definitely is not. I took away half a star because this film uses the Wilhelm scream in one of the worst possible ways. One of the main characters gets trapped on a bridge, and as he is being flung to his death, he lets out the famous scream. The Wilhelm scream should be reserved for background characters, and it should never be used for a main character's death scene. This is Dante's peak. And you're sure of that? Mm, well, there's the acid thing. And you're sure that was Dante's Peak? Not the <clears throat> Wait, say, say the beginning of that again. The acid part. This film got two stars, one for each of the stupid grandma's burned legs. I remember yeah, the Dante's acid legs. Okay, <laughs> that's three points. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I love that scene. I'm a monster. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, when the co-eds get like uh, dissolved in the uh, hot springs. Well, that's isn't that when they find the grandma? No, that's at the beginning of the movie. Uh, I think, you know, I don't remember. Or like it boils them or something. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> something grisly. All right. Next up. We still got I'm still good on time. All right. Uh, one star. We have Sally Jane Black says a movie that dares to suggest that the way to end racism is to blanket the human race in volcanic ash. A movie that dares to suggest that the way to end racism is to blanket the human race in volcanic ash. Well. Uh, firestorm? <laughs> uh, it is not Firestorm. Ah, dang it. Mm, sorry. Uh, Three-star review from Anthony in Tiny Letters. This made Dante's Peak look like Citizen Kane, but I appreciate once it started going, it never stopped. Also, the volcano was very homophobic. <coughs> I'm going to say volcano. it was Volcano. <laughs> she, uh, that is correct. It is Volcano. <laughs> Some of the stuff people come up with is just terrific. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one, this one was fun um, to put together. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, you've only missed three points so far all right um uh, you're doing well we have four left if we can get to it with the time um next up we have one star from real reason uh if chumbawamba's tump if chumbawamba's tub thumping was a film this would be it <clears throat> if chumbawamba's tub thumping was a film this would be it Hmm. I'm going to assume the characters get knocked down and get back up again. Um, Avalanche? 
It is not Avalanche. Uh. Moving on to the second. Uh, this is from Matt Lynch, three and a half stars. <laughs> Little known fact. This was the motion picture that finally spurred the Hollywood Foreign Press Association to create the Golden Globe Award for best use of Stellan Sarsgaard as an underwater projectile. It was also, unsurprisingly, the award's first winner. Oh, boy. Um, Deep Blue Sea? It is Deep Blue Sea. Good job. All right. <clears throat> uh, we haven't gotten to a, a one-pointer. A one uh, yeah. The, for this one, it was better than Jaws. Fuck Jaws. <laughs> uh, doing really well here. Um, still, you've only, you've only missed four <laughs> points so far out of uh, 21. I'll take it. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have one and a half stars from Ely. There's a scene where a father and a daughter are on a beach together, and out of nowhere, the father just says, when you were a baby, I once dropped you on your head. And then he pats the daughter on the shoulder and smiles, and then a giant wave comes and kills them. <clears throat> Six question marks. Mood, four question marks. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. There's what is deep impact? You're correct. That is deep impact. <laughs> wow. Um, thank you. Thank you. Wow. I thought I thought we'd at least have. To I just felt that one. That one. Um. Yeah. Uh, this one wasn't that fun. Uh. The movie or the review? Both. Because <laughs> it took itself seriously. Uh. All right. Moving on to the next one. This is from Amaya. One star. This movie is a masterpiece because it simultaneously manages to be for people with minuscule attention spans and also 151 minutes long. Ooh. This movie is a masterpiece because it simultaneously manages to be for <laughs> people with minuscule attention spans and is and also 151 minutes long. That's how many Pokemon there were in the first Pokemon game. Oh boy, um, starting to get to the movies I don't really know very well. Ooh, that's rough. Uh, let's go with Daylight. It is not Daylight. I am sorry. Moving forward. Um, three stars, Patrick Williams. Honestly, until they go into space, this movie kind of rules. Uh, Armageddon. Yeah, damn it. I should. Nah. <clears throat> that was actually You're my talking- second guess oh, okay. originally. Or like I thought about guessing it. Uh, and then the third review from five stars from William was, I think the only movie in which you can watch Ben Affleck play with animal crackers atop Liv Tyler's breasts while her real life father wails in the background. Aside from this extremely disturbing event, I didn't know, or I don't know if I've ever had more fun watching a movie. Wow. Yeah. Cause he did the Aerosmith song or the Aerosmith song was in the, in, in the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, um, let's just do a quick point recap because, uh, let's see, you missed one, two, three, four, five. You missed five, um, which means you're standing at 22 out of 27 points. Hey, uh, that's not bad. You've clearly already won this because um, my win condition, would have you would have needed 21 out of 30 points. Uh, this is our last movie. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, One star review from Ellie Bean. Me, can we watch a film that will make me forget about what's going on? My dad, no. 
Uh, this is outbreak. This is outbreak. Yeah. <laughs> a little COVID review right there. Yep. That was from a 20th of March, 2020, <laughs> which is how I felt when I watched the movie contagion, which uh, I would suggest. Um, the three star review was no more monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <that's funny. laughs> and the three star review was the USA official. Sorry. The USA effectively responding to a pandemic reads a science fiction. Uh, there's also a fourth one uh, that was um, Ooh, I want to watch this. This looks good. Marcel from Friends really did uh, some good acting in this one or something. Like that. <clears throat> that looks like a good movie. I might watch it. I, I hear I hear it's not bad. Why does Dustin Hoffman look like he's doing an impression of uh, Patrick Warburton on the cover? Because he was fat in the 90s. Do you see the cover of Outbreak on the Wikipedia page? Uh, no, it's been a minute. He looks like he's doing one of them is doing an impression of the other in that. <laughs> oh, let, me, let me look this up. Outbreak movie. <clears throat> You'll see that I'm the- right. It's like a red cover. It's got Rene Rousseau, Morgan Freeman, and it's got Dustin Hoffman on the top on the right hand sidebar of Wikipedia. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Yes. Are you seeing this? Yes, I am seeing this. Uh, I was thinking um, Philip <laughs> Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah. No, that would have been a very different movie. Uh, ripped to the max. Ripped to the max. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, you won. Yay. And you got 25 out of 30. Wow. Great job. You're doing Thank you. really Thank well you. at the Letterbox games this year. I've, uh, it's uh, my New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, any any thoughts about 90s disaster films before we uh, end the episode? Boy, um, those are some good ones there. We never got to daylight. That was a that was a fun romp. Um, also made me afraid of tunnels for a long time. Uh, yeah, I so this was off of a list of like the top 15 90s uh, movies, and I went from one to ten. My aunt made me watch that movie as like a younger child, probably under 10, which is a little dicey. So like (laughs) even when I'm driving in the tunnel, um, under Seattle, the 99 tunnel, Uh I like occasionally think about that movie and I look at my, my map and I'm like, Oh good. I'm under land. And then I just imagine like a skyscraper falling through the earth. Well, I mean, at least you can have comfort that there's still probably more Seattle underneath you when you're, you're, yeah, I'm not okay with under underwater tunnels as a result of that movie. So we'll never drive through the channel then. Yeah. No, uh, no. I mean, that's fair. There's like a part where like Bart is underwater. I feel like, and maybe I'm that. Maybe that doesn't sound right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's it for this week's edition of namely nineties. Uh, remember you can find sure episodes out every Monday, <laughs> find us on Instagram, blue sky and YouTube at namely nineties, nine zero S and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash namely nineties. Also with a nine zero S and finally you can contact us through our website, namely nineties.com. <laughs> please subscribe to us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, giant meteor, audible, Deezer, tune in, iHeart, good pods. And where are you, wherever you get your podcasts from, I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. And we'll catch you next time.